This is the High School Football America podcast for January 16th, 2020. I'm Jeff Fisher. Today we head to South Carolina to announce the winner of our National Coach of the Year Award. We do the award in conjunction with the National High School Coaches Association. This year's winner is a guy that is heading into his fifth decade as a high school football coach. Dutch Forks, Tom Knotts, is the winner. Uh, He's already talking about a fifth straight South Carolina high school football state championship. This past season, the Silver Foxes won the Class 5A championship four in a row, and they finished number 11 in the High School Football America 100 national rankings. Also, uh, Dutch Fork uh, placing in Max Prep's Excellent 25 at number 9, and in the USA Today Super 25 at number 15. Knotts began his coaching career in 1981. He's now won 12 overall high school football state championships. You may recall his time at Independence High School in North Carolina, winning six titles there, and uh, has the second longest all-time high school football win streak, the longest actually in public high school football, 109 straight when he was at Independence. He won six championships there. He also won a 1995 North Carolina State Championship at West Charlotte High School. And he has an overall record of 415 wins, 64 losses, and one tie, 12-5 and in state championship games. And Coach is on the line right now to talk about an incredible 2019 season. Welcome to the show, Coach. Well, thank you, and appreciate the uh, honor and the recognition for our players and our team and our uh, all of our coaches in our community. I appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, well, we're going to talk about all of those things as we go through, and we'll probably hold the big question about uh, what it means to win this type of honor. But let's uh, let's kind of talk a little bit about what you've built there at Dutch Fork. Uh, as I mentioned, four championships in a row. I think it's five and ten years for you there. Tell us a little bit about some of the things that you did back once you left Independence in North Carolina and came to Dutch Fork to build it into a program that can cons- consistently uh you know, go after a state championship? Well, when I left Independence, I actually uh, left uh, in retirement. I retired from Independence from the North Carolina hospital system. And uh, so I'm also drawing retirement. So I came across state line. And what I found in Dutch Fort was a, a little gold mine. It's a, an isolated community. Uh, it's got great parental involvement. It's got good little leagues uh, where kids are really interested in, in athletics and all sports, uh, particularly football. And we just we we found a good foundation here. Uh, Coach Kimbrey had preceded me and had done a great job here, but. Uh, some things had gone a little bit stale, and, and what I saw was, uh, as I said, a gold mine and players interested. Uh, players want to have a winner, and the, the uh, administration was wanting a winner and willing to hire, let me hire uh, the coaches that I needed to do it. And There was also an awesome field house. I don't know if you've ever seen our field house, but uh, we have probably the We'll probably rival Valdosta's if you've seen it. Uh, oh, our field I've house seen that one. I haven't and, seen uh, yours. i got to get up there. Right now, what you're talking about. Of, well, we're, we've got a beautiful weight room, a beautiful presentation room. We've got a turf field. Our locker room leads right out onto our our turf field. Uh, we got all our players in last block weight, weight training. So so all, the, all the, <laughs> the key ingredients were there to – you know, to you know, develop a, a winner and develop it quickly, which is what we did. 
Mm-hmm. You sure did. Tom Knox is the NHSCA High School Football America National Coach of the Year, Dutch Fork. Uh, fourth straight South Carolina championship. They'll bring 40 straight without a loss into the 2020 season. And Coach, uh, I, I guess a good place to start now with the with the kids and some of the kids that did some things is it was a special senior class, obviously. Uh, leaving without doing anything other than winning championships, that's what kids dream about, right? So tell me a little bit about this special senior class this year. We, we always have a strong senior class here at Dutch every year. Uh, a lot of guys have to work to play their final year, but we were led this year by our quarterback, uh, Ty Olinchuk. He's been a three-year starter. Uh, he's a baseball c- commit to uh, Clemson University, and he's a baseball pitcher through 94 miles an hour this summer. But he's been a three-year starter for me. Never lost football game. Fantastic arm. Can make all the throws. But he had a great supporting cast also. Uh, Jalen Hyatt was our wide receiver. Uh, he's fast. And I like to say he's not just fast. He's, he's world-class fast. Uh, he's um, probably the fastest guy in South Carolina. And, and we'll see him on Saturdays at, uh, at Tennessee. And uh, he made the game-winning catch uh, this, this past championship game. He just did a great job and came a long way for us. We also got a, a bunch of other good high school football players. We had uh, Trey Irby, who played on the defensive side of the ball and was just a dominant nose guard for us. But at only 5'10", 260, was overlooked by a lot of the big guys, and uh, he's going to go to a 1AA-type school, and he'll have a great career, just a good Great interior lineman. So we had a great supporting cast, a lot of guys that could play. Uh, but you might be surprised we don't, we're not just loaded with D1 talent. We're loaded with a lot of good high school football players. And we're always trying to promote our players, but for one reason or another, they're always saying they're not big enough, they're not fast enough, they're not tall enough. So we just make do with what we got and, and and you know, hope that our kids can can land something in the future for their uh, for their college careers. Yeah, well, I think we've we found out that uh, people that hand out fives and four stars and all that sometimes don't get it uh, completely right. You're you're playing the beautiful <laughs> game of high school football. Coach Knotts is the uh, head coach of the year for us at the NHSCA in high school football America. And uh, you mentioned some of the players there. I want to talk a little bit about your staff too. We've got tons of coaches that listen to this show, and I think one of the biggest questions that I get when I'm out there is, you know, what are some of the tips when you're putting together a staff? Because, you know, you've been around a long time, right? When you started, you didn't have to work 365 days a year, right? It was a little bit shorter and all that. So the guys getting into the profession right now, what are some of the things you look for when you put together your staff? And tell me a little bit about the staff that you have there at Dutch Fork. Well, when I was a young guy, I did it all. I did the weight training. I did the offense. I did the defense. And that started back in the 80s. So I don't know but one way, and that's balls to the wall, and, uh, you know, year-round working. And that's, that's what I've always done. When I came here, uh, for four teams, we have 22 coaches, and I delegate four of those to the middle school program. So it's middle school, ninth grade team, JV, and varsity. And we basically do the JV and varsity uh, together, so my parts are all, my people are all uh, interchangeable. I w- that would be a must for any program that I went to. Uh, and you know, a lot of coaches don't like it. Sometimes I lose coaches this way, but but we also coach the JV game on Thursday night. My defense coordinator calls the 
uh, defensive plays, and for the most part, I call the offensive plays. So, you know, for any coach out there wanting to develop a program, you've got to take an interest in your younger kids because, you know, obviously that's your future. And we had a couple of injuries this year and in past years uh, where we were able to move a JV player up and he fit right in uh, because he knew our system, he knew the requirements, he knew the things to do, and and uh, we were able to successfully do that. The first championship we won here, I'd, I'd like to share this, the first championship we won here, that previous year, eight of the guys that were on the starting offense in championship year had started for my JV team. And that's how competitive we had become. But that's also our philosophy. And a lot of times I'm rolling the dice on Friday night hoping that, you know, we don't get an injury because sometimes we'll only dress 40 people for a Friday night game. And that leaves us with, you know, no two-way players or very well, one or two possibly. Uh, so, you know, that, that cuts you thin. And so sometimes your, your uh, right tackle is also your, your you know, you, you move some guys around. You might have one or two linemen as backups, but that all I might go into a game with. So we kind of roll the dice sometimes. And, and, you know, you have to get kids to buy into that kind of thing because you're asking them to play on Thursday night where they'll get – the only way they're going to get better is with experience. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they have to play to get better. And our JV program, needless to say, is pretty awesome. And uh, our kids have all bought into that. They don't see it as, as a slap in the face to have to play on Thursday night. I think they rather enjoy playing with the pressure Thursday night. But they also get used to – you know, to play in, in our style of coaching. So that would be a, a big thing. But you also got to have, in today's game, you got to have enough coaches. I always say, you know, if you're not the offensive coordinator, you better have an offensive coordinator and an O-line coach. And then you better have a, if you're not the defensive coordinator, you better have a defensive coordinator and a secondary coach. So you better have four quality coaches on your staff. And then hopefully the rest will be young guys or, energetic go-getters that'll that'll <laughs> you know do what you want what you want them to do well, i don't care what kind of experience they got as long as they'll listen to what what i'm saying and you know buy into our program i, I can give them the experience that they need if they'll just listen yeah uh, that's a that's a trait that's uh <laughs> being lost nowadays but uh, uh guys out there coach not <laughs> yeah. uh, coach Notch is uh 41564 now you got a tie after that to Mallard Creek one this year but uh, he knows a little bit about what he's talking about there that's there's no doubt about that um talk a little bit about the, the building of the program you, you certainly have it where it is now but but talk about and you probably had this at Independence too you've put a bullseye on that chest right you, you the, the kids know year in and year out Dutch Fork the Silver Foxes are going to be a team that people gun, gun for what are some of the things that you do in the offseason to get these kids to know that hey it's high school football a lot of guys graduated 2020 is around the corner but last year's championship does nothing for you well look, I'll tell you what the first thing we did was we we opened the weight room over Christmas and we had over 30 guys uh, in the weight room and uh, you know that that's special it also takes special coaches to get there on their time off so we we had the weight room open on Christmas. We, we say our foundation is the weight room. We do a lot of, of course, a lot of lifting in there, but we also do some character building. We do speed training. We do agility. So we, we have all our players in last block weight training. And so we're able to, you know, to keep up with them, not only physically, 
But, uh, you know, keep up with them in the classroom, the things they're doing. We work on discipline if they, they got issues. We, we got special ways that we can straighten out players that teachers can't do. So we're, uh, we're, we're a big help around the school. Uh, also, we got our hands on them, on them last block. So I think that's just a real important part. Now, we'll use all our guys to uh, play a spring sport, whether it be baseball or run track. And then we do have our state has spring ball in May where we can have 10 uh, full contact, full gear practices in May. And you can use the whole month of May as, as spring ball. And uh, that, I think that's real important. And then we're, we're very intensive in the summer. So we're a year-round program. We work Monday through Thursday uh, in the summer, in the mornings. And we take Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And that goes again next Monday. So. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it takes dedication to, to do this. And, you know, it's not for every place. Every place doesn't want something like what we've got. And so people have always said, you know, when it gets to this point, you've got to see people on And we know we got to target on our back, but... But we relished it. I mean, what would life be if you just walked around and and everything was easy? And you know, we like the fact that people are gunning for us. Every game that people play us, it's the Super Bowl for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell how hyped up they are. And it's their Super Bowl. And uh, we're going to play IMG next year. Uh, Labor Day weekend in Atlanta. We're already talking about IMG. You know, you know that's a place that all these five star and four star guys go and what lost one or two games in four or five years and just you know, just got great athletes. Well we're gonna challenge ourselves by playing IMG. So uh, we're we're not scared to challenge ourselves to play, you know, whoever's necessary. Yeah, I know you went over to Allen in Texas uh, several years ago. I'm looking forward to that. I'm based in Atlanta. I don't even know if you know that, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys knock, knock heads there, IMG and uh, Dutch Fork. That'll be a good one. Four straight titles, 40 uh, games without a loss coming into it. To Tom Knotts, the 2019 High School Football America NHSCA Coach of the Year. A couple more questions before I let you go, Coach. Uh, it, you, as you mentioned, you, you, you came around in the 80s. I'm a kid from Pennsylvania. Well, I'm 60 now, but I was a kid at one point in Pennsylvania, and we still have some of those guys there with those four decades. And I think you guys are becoming dinosaurs. But in the championship game against Dorman, you got to go to head-to-head against another guy that had 400 wins and, and Dave Gutshaw. What was that like to, uh, to, to match wits with uh, a couple of old guys that have won about 800 games between them? Oh, I know Coach Gutshaw. He's, he's one of the best. And everybody in South Carolina, his teams are so fundamentally sound. They're, their offensive line always looks like it's choreographed. It looks like a high school cheer competition the way they do it. Everybody's stepping in sync, and it's uh, just a, a great coach. We've, I know we've broken his heart twice. We beat him in overtime uh, both times, <laughs> and you know, last both both games have come down to the very last play. Uh, After we tight end screen to for two point to go for two points to beat us uh, two years ago, and then. Uh, we threw a fade in overtime to after they kicked the field goal in the first possession. We threw a fade to uh, to win the game on a you know walk off win, which is the first of my career. So it's pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, we've been coaching a long time, and uh, you know with uh, you can't you can't replace experience. And uh, I learned something new every year, and I would just encourage any coach, any high school coach, to keep an open mind about what you're doing. Uh, you know, you got to be true to who you are and what you do and what you know. And just 
don't watch too much TV and try to do anything <laughs> on TV. Look up what you know. I've basically been an 11 personnel coach all my life and uh, uh, got some variations with it now, but uh, I stick with what I know. I let my defensive coordinator run the show. Nick Pelham is awesome. I mean, he's a 3 4 guy, and I am not a 3 4 guy, but I let him do it. <laughs> And we've we've held opponents to less than a touchdown a game probably for three straight years. So so far they hadn't figured him out. He's a very smart guy. Uh, he'll come up with some new wrinkles for next year. I'm just excited to see what Nick Bellum uh, brings for our defense next year. If it ain't broken, don't fix it. Uh, before we let you go here, uh, I think uh, the listeners out there would love to know if you can compare and contrast what you've done here at Dutch Fork uh, compared to the uh, seven championships in North Carolina at Independence. Of course, there was that big old 109-game win streak. Is it is it fair to ask you to compare and contrast uh, your career at the two places, and, and, and is, is anything more special than the other? Uh, I don't know. You know, to win 109 games in a row is – when I look back, I, I I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. It means in 109 Friday nights, there wasn't a Friday night where we slipped up. You know, I always hate to see a, uh, an inferior team beat a superior team. And I can say we might not have always been superior, but a lot of times we were superior, but we never slipped up. We won 109. I mean, that's hard to – that's hard to wrap your mind around in football that you can win that many games. And we were very cognizant of, of De La Salle's win streak. And, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I heard some national criticism that we weren't playing a national schedule. So dumb me went out and scheduled Cincinnati Elder and had a, what Kyle Rudolph is a, a tight end. And he called a two point conversion that beat us that, that ended our uh, 109 game winning streak. So, uh, you know, that might have gone on, but we we were we actually set our goal for for a lot of schools, 153. I think it was 153, but we like to say at Independence we were we got the longest public school winning streak in the country. We're a public school, fair enough. As opposed to De La Salle being a private school, and uh, you know that's that's two different worlds now. We get you know we only get the students that we get, and uh, now we do get some move-ins, but. Uh, yeah, there's no, no active recruiting or anything like that. Just some parents choose to bring their their kids here. Yep. So it's hard to compare the two. This has been fun here because the, at Dutch Fort, the years previous to coming here, they had been two and nine, and they really were at rock bottom. The kids had no confidence. You know, they hadn't really no self esteem, and and I walked around and I saw all the football players walking around. So. <laughs> I mean, and I just, I just want to work saying, you know, we're, we're going to work, we're going to win, and, you know, you're either going to do it my way or you can continue to what, what you're walking around now. And I didn't take no for an answer, and uh, we did pretty well the first year. We, we built on that first year, and within two years, we were winning state championships. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. Both were happy to find. Every school I've been, I was at Hardy and Charlotte the smallest 4A school in the state in the 80s, and I was at a West Charlotte, which was rich with tradition in the 90s. And both of those 10-year runs, 9-year runs, whatever I was, those were, were fun. Usually I leave a place after 9 or 10 years because it keeps it's hard to stay on top of the mountain than it is to get up there, believe me. 
you got to continue to be innovative and creative and find ways to motivate kids. You know, success is a double-edged sword. People will find that have been successful. Uh, you know, it gives you a lot of confidence. And, you know, success breeds success. But, but man, there's also that other side of that. People, people get complacent and they think that it's easy and they forget how hard we worked initially. And, you know, back in December and January to, you know, to, to get ready for, you know, for the task at hand. So, uh, you know, some people can take success and it makes them soft. We're, we're, we're constantly battling that and we, we're constantly trying to keep the kids, uh, you know, motivated. And right now I'm in the process. I've got T-shirts printed up with just a big five on it. And we give the T-shirts <laughs> out here. Uh, second semester, and, and they'll wear that T-shirt every Monday, and I'll just remind them that, uh, you know, we're going for five straight, so we'll put it right out there that we'll be in the hunt for five. Yeah, and I know you're going to deflect on this question, which is how it feels to win a national honor. You've won a lot of Coach of the Year awards, but before I answer that one, what I really like you to answer, and you mentioned it with the elder loss and all that. So you're four fifteen and sixty four with a tie. I bet you you remember each and every loss and probably forgotten quite a few of the wins. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yes, that's exactly true. Exactly true. Matter of fact, I have the the uh, the championship losses. My 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 son asked me the other day. It's been a month since we played. He says, "You know how many how many championship games have you lost?" <laughs> I, said, I think I've been darn. I'm like twelve and five or something like that. I've lost five championship games. He scratched up his face like he, you know, like he bit a lemon. And I thought, man, this is my own son. I hear talking about championship games, and and that's what happens at places. You know, like this, when you when, in every place where we won a bunch, <laughs> eventually people start thinking, "Man, you lose a championship game, you're <laughs> you're just not very good." Yeah, and, you know the reality of it is in championship games, my teams are twelve and five. I, that's not acceptable <laughs> to me. I mean, it's just not acceptable. And uh, uh, you know, so. I'm gonna make it thirteen and five next year if I have anything to do with it. <laughs> and, but there'll and be I, a lot more people than me have something to do with it. Yeah, so, uh, that's for sure. But you're gonna, gonna get your son will be better and, and feel good about that. Go, go ahead, take a, a swing at the uh, the one. I know you're gonna probably deflect it and put it out. But how does it feel to get an honor where you're coach of the year in the nation? Well, I I never even think about that kind of thing. Uh, you know, unless you tell somebody, I probably won't even say anything around here about it. But it's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good that there's. That, you know what's good about it is high school football is supported nationally. There's nothing better than high school football. I mean, it's such a wholesome. Kids are developing. You know, they're they're wide eyed. They're eager to work for the most part, and it's it's just the fact that it's recognized nationally. And there's an honor like this, and I'm, I'm I feel. You know, it's a lot of people went into me winning this thing. So she, I can't thank enough people for allowing me to get, uh, you know, to this position at 63 years of age. I'm, I'm still in good shape, and I'm still having fun. I'm still winning championships. So I, I can't thank, uh, you know, all the administrators and all the teachers and all the coaches and players who, you know, who who helped me out and who contributed and who worked hard for me. And with me, uh, you know, I just can't 
I, I can't say enough how thankful I am for where I am. And I appreciate y'all for, for what you do. Well, I appreciate uh, you saying that. And uh, w- one of the things that we've built our reputation on is, you know, promoting what you guys do. Obviously, the kids get the W's for you, but it, it takes a special type of person to be doing this for, uh, I don't know how many, it's four plus decades, I guess, with you. I don't know, you're at five right now, but uh, we're honored to have you as a coach of the year and best of luck. I look forward to seeing you guys when you come here to Atlanta. All right. I look forward to it. <laughs> All right, Coach. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All Thanks, right, Coach. Bye. Bye-bye. Knotts is the second coach from South Carolina to receive the Coach of the Year honor in uh, 2008. The late John McKissick of Somerville High School, who passed away in December, uh, won the award. McKissick is America's all-time winningest high school football coach with 621 victories. Go to highschoolfootballamerica.com to see all 21 of our past winners. And again, congratulations to uh, Coach Tom Knotts, an outstanding career that's uh, still going very, very strong. Uh, Big game coming up, as you heard, uh, in 2020 against IMG Academy. That'll be a good one. That's today's High School Football America podcast. I'm Jeff Fisher.